Once upon a time there was a little girl She was her daddy's joy, she was her daddy's world Life was playful, life was innocent, and life was pink Anything she wanted was within her reach Where did I go? She didn't worry a bit Everything was going according to plan She had her future and she had the man Where did I go? independent musician? How would you like to have your songs played on hundreds of radio stations just like the one you're listening to right now? Join MusicSubmit.com and we'll promote your music to radio stations and blogs in your genre. It's free to set up your account and we guarantee your music will be considered for airplay by radio stations worldwide. Why not sign up today? It's free. MusicSubmit.com. Radio promotion for indie musicians. This episode of Ghosts Etc. is brought to you in part by SIME Mixler Radio, 24-7 streaming on Spreaker.com. Join host and friend G.E. Shaw as he talks about social issues, current events, and delivers some of the best. And we have Ronnie the Shade in our house, so say hello once again, Ronnie. <laughs> Technical <laughs> difficulties, people. So, Ronnie's here. Hi, Ronnie. Hi. So, as we were talking about earlier, how is things going on? Um, not too badly, actually. It has cooled down, which makes me quite happy. I do not do heat well. 
Yeah, well, I think a lot of people don't do heat well. Except, my mother loves it. She'll up there in her garden, melting in the sun, sweat pouring off of her, not even a hat on. She just loves it. She makes me ill. Your mother, huh? Yeah. Yeah, my 90-something-year-old mother. And she's just soaking it in. Yep. And I always remind her, several years ago, um, she mentioned to me that Uncle Kenny had passed away, so... I said, gee, that's horrible. How did Uncle Kenny pass away? And she said, he was outside mowing his lawn and he had a heart attack. It was a hot day. She said, and he had a heart attack. I said, oh my goodness. I said, that's horrible. I said, how is dad doing? She said, well, you know, he's handling it. I said, can I talk to him, please? She said, well, you could, but he's outside mowing the lawn. So... My parents have both just been really insane about being outside. Hey, I guess, you know, they at that time in life where they can enjoy life any way they want. I guess so. You know what I'm saying? My mom has been having some real problems eating. She just has no interest in food. And her doctors keep telling her, you need to eat this, you need to eat that. She has no interest in it. So I told her, I said, Mom, I said, at this point, as long as you're getting something inside of you, it doesn't matter what it is. If you want pudding, I'll bring you pudding. If you want those protein bars, because she likes them because they're like candy bars, I said, I'll be happy to bring you that. I said, at this point, it's not like you need to watch your figure, you know? Just eat whatever the heck you want to eat. You're 90-something years old. Eat what you want. Enjoy it. Well, maybe she does want to watch her figure, you know, but... Yeah, she doesn't. Oh, okay. But, uh, you know, they say that as you get older, you do lose your tasting, your taste buds, you know, the ability to really enjoy food. Right. I'm not 100% sure that's kind of true or not. I mean, I love tasting everything, and I have a good taste bud, so I don't know. But I am losing feeling to my legs. That's not good. No, that's not good. Do you have neuropathy? Uh, they don't know what I actually have right now. So we're still going through that progress, that progression of figuring out what's going on. Right. And um, as you were talking about the weather out there today, well, guess what? Tacoma, we're finally back almost to normal today we hit 76 supposedly today the low is going to be 57 but i love the weekend forecast thursday friday and saturday 71 73 and 77 with the high on sunday only being 83 oh i'm liking that even though that's still too hot for me but still hey 83 to me i can deal with yeah, well, I have air conditioning in my house, so as long as I don't leave my house. But I do have to go out a couple of times to um, feed the bear cat. So I just kind of run out, dump the food, and run back into the house. Oh, okay. And we both have a little rain according to the forecast for today. I'm liking rain. But I don't see any, so we'll hold our breath on that one. Uh. Um. Anything else going on before we get into other things? Oh, not really. I'm just kind of, you know, whatever you want to talk about is fine. 
I have no major crises that I feel the need to discuss. <laughs> well, I don't know if these are major crises, but I do want to look back at what I was talking about yesterday as far as with Denzel Washington. I mean, it's not earth-shattering, but I guess ED, for a lot of people don't know what that actually means, erectile dysfunction, I guess I must be a little bit more naive to that fact because there's appears to be more people out there that suffers from that than I originally thought. They're like saying at least 60 to 62% of Americans, males, at one point or another suffer from erectile dysfunction, which I was not aware of and everything. And then what makes the news with him is the fact that as Consider the fact that Denzel Washington is a very private person. I'm not, I said seclusive. I don't know if he's really that seclusive, but he does. You don't never hear too much about Denzel as far as the news and anything wrong or anything bad dealing with his family. But according to this, Denzel Washington, erectile dysfunctional cure has experts in awe. And big pharmaceuticals is terrified. This is reported from the Daily News, Rachel Pesetti. And I guess the rumor was true. Um, he's involved in uh, a big, for like another word, pharmaceutical type discovery. And where he has developed, well, I don't know if he developed it, but him and a lot of other his, the people he's working with has developed something that's supposed to cure erectile dysfunction for men, for all males. Uh, they call it Climadex. Climadex. And they're offering right now a free trial on this. Uh, it was first reported, I think a couple months ago, uh, when he was on the Dr. Phil show, which I don't usually always give a whole lot of credence to that, but he was on there. And he revealed on Dr. Phil that there's a new erectile dysfunction cure on his show. You know, well, he he revealed that on the show, and then Doctor Phil have done his so-called diligent research and spoken to specialists and industry insiders, and Denzel Washington said when he appeared on Doctor Phil's show, and they helped us create this product, and boy, can I tell you, this stuff is potent. So I. Find that pretty interesting. Uh, yeah. The fact that it's claiming to be better than you know you got what what, what out there uh, Cialis, Vibra. There's no one called Titans. I never even heard of before. Uh, and I guess all these 
three big companies were furious and calling for his apology <laughs> and calling on studios to drop him from their projects. Huh. Dang. Yeah. So we want you to drop him from any project, future products because his product might work better than ours. Interesting. You know, and this, this whole thing kind of goes right into the thing about in this country where we're supposed to have all these freedoms, you know, we got freedom of speech, we got freedom of religion, we have all of these wonderful freedoms. We even now have freedom of who we choose to sleep with for the most part. I mean, we are supposedly the country with all these freedoms. Well, the freedom that we don't have and the one that I think is really kind of up there at the top of the list we really don't have the freedom of choice because every time something comes out, the one business is doing well and then another business starts doing better. The first business does everything they can to stop the second business from doing it. There's so many things. I mean, I, I am a big fan of Kratom. Let me tell you, I'm a huge fan of Kratom and Big Farm is doing everything they can to make it illegal. They're putting out a whole lot of crap about how it's basically addictive and it's turning children into addicts and blah, 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 you know. Um, and they're basically doing it to scare people away from using it. Because, gee, while people are using it, they're not needing the opiates that they were using before. Well, there's two of us in my house that use opiates, and we don't anymore because we're now in, we're now using Kratom. I don't use the Vicodin anymore. Sharon doesn't use the Percocet anymore. We don't need it. You know, and I'm sure Big Farm has a problem with the fact that there are so many people out there who are tossing their opioids. So they're trying to eliminate that choice for us. And I just have a real problem that no matter what area it is, now apparently it's ED, the, the big companies are trying to eliminate our choices. Yes. Well, yes, that's kind of more or less true. I mean, when you think about it, now I'm not an advocate of it. I do love my boy, Morgan Freeman, though, who is a big advocate of cannabis. So I'm not going to talk ill about it. Um, I know a lot of pharmaceutical companies frown on that too, as much, as well too, though, because of the fact they don't think it's healthy, they don't think it think it does more harm than good, and we don't take into consideration. Let's re let's really be real about this, okay? We do not take into consideration what these pharmaceutical drugs are doing to our body. No, you know. Um, just because they FDA certified, and don't get me wrong, I take some of it, some of the uh, medications out there, and for me it works. It keeps me somewhat balanced, although I'm always in pain. A lot of other things going on with me I don't want to discuss right now, but uh, I know several people who have similar problems or lesser problems, but swear up and down that some of the cannabis out there and some of these now, what I'm saying is some of the cannabis and some of the legalized stores offers 
a different remedy to helping them. Maybe at a cheaper price. And I'm pretty sure there's people out there uh, from pharmaceuticals to medical doctors out there who support the pharmaceuticals who do not um, condone that. Basically, they want them closed down. So, you know, I think it's kind of strange, though, when you think about it, that, um, what, it's been in law now, what, two years now, three years at at max, the cannabis stores, you know, and, uh, they always said that there's more, there's going to be more problems with those type of stores opening up. Now, I stay right next door to one. I did not know at the time I moved over here that there was a cannabis store there. But I do. And I've been here for almost almost three years. And that store has been there for at least two and a half years. And uh-huh. during that whole time since they've been there, I have seen them have maybe two issues, two problems that require law enforcement in that whole time there. And on top of that, the store deals and receives customers from all walks of life. I mean, I've seen people walking up in there. I would say, and I'm, and this is just an estimate. I don't know for sure. You know, I'm just basing on what I see in the cars they drive or whatever. That they have to be at least in the upper echelon of the middle class. Although, that's something I got to talk about in a little bit too, though. But, and, like I said, I've seen all types of individuals walk in there. It's not just people that you assume are from the streets that's going in there. And... Really, the people from the streets, I don't know, they can afford that type of stuff in there anyway. But, but the fact of the matter is, if it works for certain individuals, then I'll, I'm all for it. I'm not a weed person. I never have been. I t- experimented when I was a young kid, maybe once. But I've never really been in there because I just don't like the feel I get from it. But if it works for other people, then more power to you as long as you're doing the legal way i have um i've never really been a smoker of that um tried it when i was young a few times it never did much for me um currently i have a very high tolerance for things um and so that might be partly why i would smoke a joint or two and it just didn't seem like it did anything for me so maybe that's it but I, so it's not something that I indulge in, but if you're in a position where you have cancer or whatever, and you're in pain, and this helps, or whatever else that's causing you distress, and, you know, smoking marijuana, eating the brownies, whatever, if this helps, then that goes right back to what I'm saying. If you're over the age of 18, you should have the choice to take the opioid medications or smoke marijuana or use whatever it is that works for you. And it just really infuriates me that we legalize marijuana and now we have Big Farm and the moral majority all getting together saying, oh no, no, we don't want you using that. 
And maybe there are problems with marijuana over a longer period of time. I don't know. I don't smoke it, so I really can't speak to that. But if I was, you know, terminally ill and my life was going to be ending sometime in the next year anyways, and I'm in pain and this can alleviate my pain, do I really care if it's going to give me something that would kill me in 20 years since I'm not going to live 20 years anyhow? You know, that should be my choice. And these people and organizations are trying to eliminate the choices that we have, and I just really have a problem with that. Yep, well, um, I think what we have is, and for people out there that might be on and might be listening, you can get a hold of me at 253 Three three zero six one three four. You can text me at two five three 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 zero six one three four, and you can get a hold of us at s i m e dot mixr m i x l r dot info at s i m e dot today. You can send us a message. You can text us right now. We'll be here for a while. So tell us what you think. Um, I don't know. To me, uh, cannabis has, well, pot, weed, Columbia Gold, you name it, has came a long ways from the time I was growing up. So, you know, and since it's been more or less industrialized and commercialized, and a lot of the different states are involved in the sale of it. Now, I'm not saying all states, but, you know, quite a few states are involved in the sale of it. It seems that, for the most part, now, I don't know, I can't speak for everywhere in the country, but for here, I have not seen a big increase in crime due to that. Now, there's still crime out there. People are still getting high and doing whatever they want to do. Whether it's, you know, legal or not. But as long as you do it at home, as long as you ain't in your car getting high, smoking, driving or whatever, that's where the dumbness come in though, okay? Because we do have people out there that be having it in the, Now, if they have it in their car and they're going straight home, that's a different story, okay? But you're in that car and you're getting high, shooting, you know, whatever the case you may be doing, eating a brownie. See, the funny thing about that is when you eat brownies and edibles, I don't know how you <laughs> um, define that aspect of it because you might have just bought a brownie and to you it's like eating a regular brownie. You know what I'm saying? So, and so when you get pulled over and they say, well, you have it, you're kind of high, where's your, <laughs> where's your stash? And you hand up the officer uh, a bag, a very nice-looking, sellable bag that you would buy in the store of brownies. What is he supposed to do? <laughs> Look at you and like, um, what is this? You know, or take your brownies? More than likely, I'm pretty sure he can probably just tell you to go straight home with it. I don't know, but. Those are the things I have to look at because a lot of the stuff that they do now, I mean, you have candy, 
I was in the store and, you know, cause I was curious. I walked in there one day and actually became pretty good friends with one of the younger guys in there. Because, you know, they're pretty cool. They're pretty cordial. They're very knowledgeable. And they're, you know, they know exactly what they're doing. And the good thing about this guy and several other ones in there, one of the things they tell you when you leave, please go home. And you got to go out. Please go home first and take care of business. I mean, by putting yourself up or whatever. Because I do not want you being caught out in the streets, walking around, driving, and getting high with that stuff in your pocket. Because if you are caught with it in your pockets, you can still be arrested. So, he's very informative in that area. So, that's one thing I'm appreciative about. So, like I said though, a lot of these things that you deal with nowadays... I mean, like I was in there, and they had, I kid you not, they had what you call, will be, and compared to, to like, orange slices, they had that in there with some gumdrops, <laughs> and, you know, it's it's laced with a little bit of uh, cannabis or whatever, but that's my point. You know, let's say you walking down the street <laughs> and you got some gumdrops on you. Now, here's the funny thing about it, though. When you open them up, there's no real distinctive smell. That's that's the first thing. There's no real distinctive smell until you start, you know, consuming it or chewing on it or whatever the case may be. That's when the smell becomes a little bit more obvious. But... Some of the stuff out there, they even, man, they even got soda pop out there. Really? Uh, I didn't know that. I wasn't even aware of that, that they even have soda pop and juice out there. And then I happened to see him uh, read a magazine a few months ago with my boy Morgan on the front of him. And here he is. He's sitting in this chair with a juice in his hand. <laughs> you know, getting, you know, getting his drink on. <laughs> <laughs> and you know, got this little, you know, and all these different actors have their trademark look. And you know, he had this little hair combed back, the little, you know, his little, uh, what is it, the, um, um, then come on, had this little shawl around, around his neck, you know, and had this earring in his ear and had his little beer up there, just sitting up there, like, relaxed. You know, getting his drink on. And um, one of the comments he made in there was, America should be more tolerant to individuals that's taking cannabis. You don't know the reason why they're taking it? Do not judge until you figure it out. And that was a statement that he put in bold. I would agree with that. You know, so... um, And kind of find out more as I, you know, looked into it, that there is a, I would say about at least a 20-30% increase in people over 50 that's taking cannabis. I did not, I wasn't aware of that either. But that's a growing population that's starting to uh, look at that as a remedy to all the pharmaceutical drugs. So, and I'm sure for a lot of people, it's a heck of a lot more fun than popping a couple of bacon in. <laughs> well, I don't know about the fun part, but yeah, I mean, uh, 
some let's face it, some of this medication tends to be hard on your stomach. At least, at least in my case, it's tend to be hard on my system. Mm -hmm. So. But that's for a different moment, different day. But uh, that's what I think, and uh, probably get somebody in here one day. That's uh, I have a couple of actual professional uh, people out there, just you know, like in the professional occupations that I know pretty well. Might get one of them come in one day and talk about it. Uh, you know, like they said, uh, man, it's cheaper for me to do that, so I do it. I'm like, I don't know how much cheaper it is, because it's, it's not cheaper in my pocket. But hey, whatever the case may be. I guess the biggest thing is, it's not endorsed to a certain degree with the FDA. And I honestly believe if it was more, I mean, how would I put it? It's... It's being legislated approved, but it's not completely really. FDA is not coming down saying, hey, we approve all these products. But from a chemist and from that point of view, they are at least certified to carry those products. So if they can do it, if they're certified to carry the products, why not? Hey, uh, to me, it reminds me of when alcohol and smoking cigarettes was illegal. At a certain age, so hey, know what you're doing, and understand what you're doing, and where you're doing it at. I guess everything's good. Yeah. So well, the thing is, I mean, if we are adults, we should be able to do what works for us. You know, here's the thing. One more thing about that. I just think at times we have double standards on certain norms that we consider to be the norms of society uh for example it's okay to drink alcohol even if you get caught with it in public you usually gonna get a fine a slap on the wrist tell you to go straight home unless you are a habitual type offender I would say 60% of the time you get caught with something that's bought from a cannabis store, you might get a slap on the wrist, but also spend a day, you know, or a night in, in jail. So, there are double standards with everything. Um, if you get caught and you're a minority, it might be a lot worse. So, they got double standards with everything that's more pronounced when you're dealing with cannabis and drugs of that nature than it was when you're dealing with alcohol. Remember when alcohol was a big bad boy, okay? Remember that? And if you were caught in public, even just walking down the street with a closed can and a bag, you could get pulled over if they knew what you were doing. You know, now you have to, the can has to be open and exposed or whatever. If the can is still closed or whatever, they don't you know it's no big deal. But there used to be a time when if you was even walking down the street with a a can, a beer, or whatever the case may be, you could get pulled over and get slapped with a fine. So 
I think as the process continues on with you know the cannabis deal and everything, the states become more unified in what they want to do with it. You'll start seeing those type of measures taking place. I mean, um, as of right now, there's only what is it, about 25 percent of the states that actually allow cannabis stores of that nature. Yeah, I think so. You know, so then you also got to be aware of where you are. You know, because what happens sometimes is people get so, I'm not going to say they get so accustomed or so used to it, but sometimes you get to watch where you go. You know, you think that, you know, you're taking this, you know, for meds or whatever the case may be, you know, but you wind up going to uh, Missouri or Kansas somewhere that don't actually advocate that. You can wind up finding yourself in a, in jail overnight over the weekend. So you have to be also uh, cautious of that and know your where you're heading and do your research on that. Because I'm pretty sure there's people out there that, you know, don't be thinking about that. And they, you know, go to another state or whatever and don't be thinking about the consequences of that, of that state. So... I would say you just to me you just gotta be very diligent and very careful where where you go. Yeah, I would have to agree. You know, and thanks Denzel for getting us into all the other topics dealing with all types of stuff with the pharmaceutical companies. I love dealing with that. Yay. <laughs> you know, we can talk about pharmaceuticals all day. All night, next couple of weeks, because I'm not a big fan of pharmaceutical companies. I think they're the reasons that Medicaid, Medicare, and a lot of the insurance companies get driven up. And why the prices are high or overloaded. And not designed for the working class people. That's another day, another time for that discussion. But on another topic, I see the. The Trump investigation carousel continues on. You know, uh, Special Counsel Robert Mueller on Tuesday responded to a letter from President Donald Trump attorneys regarding the scope and format of a potential, he's, he's not saying he's going to do it, a potential interview, and still wants to ask Trump about the obstruction of justice and other topics according to the sources who spoke with ABC News. And one of the topics he wants to talk about is the, his connection still with the Russians. And since he's been out there running his mouth telling him that he had nothing to do with that and that the Russians should be held accountable. <laughs> uh, the Russians should be held accountable and should be brought to justice. Now, Let's face some serious facts, okay? I don't see us uh, adjudicating and bringing in, uh, supposedly, there's supposed to have been like eight, nine, maybe even as many as 12 individuals that was involved in that election and the scandals and all that. Somehow I don't see us extraditing all those individuals from Russia and putting them on trial. Okay, let's let's get real, okay? That's not going to happen. It's never going to happen. So all the uproar for why we don't do it, come on. 
It ain't going to happen. That will never happen. Maybe one or two, three, maybe. Might be a scapegoat, but that's never going to happen. Because in doing so, you're going to open up a Pandora's box to a lot more stuff that's going on that happened in this country, and no one really wants to talk about that. That's what I look at it, and that's my opinion about it, because, and I agree with a, a couple of friends that are on different podcast shows who said the same thing. If we believe that we're going to bring the Russians to justice, then we smoking the same thing everybody else is out there smoking. And I need some of it. <laughs> because it's not going to happen. And I just, and I'm just looking at all these different things, how this ongoing probe with Trump and Mueller, <laughs> it's just an ongoing deal, you know. Uh, Trump returns a you know, favor to Mueller, blasting Mueller for Russian investigation, demanding that the Attorney General, Jeff Sessions, stop this rigged, this rigged, excuse me, rigged, and rigged, Witch hunt right now. Mr. Trump thinks this is a, a ghost hunt. <laughs> so he's urging the Attorney General to stop it. So, to me, what's happening right now, and I think it's touching some nerves and some nerves on a lot of different areas of the administration in the White House. I mean, as you think about it, the White House over the last year and a half, almost, yeah, well, a little bit over the year and a half, has went through a serious reconstruction, uh, a serious um, house cleaning, and majority of the people that left weren't fired. They just exited out the door. And like I said before, I have never seen, and I could be wrong. People can sit there and remind me. If, if I'm wrong, they can call in and tell me about it. But I have never seen this type of mass exodus of White House staff, administrators, from the administration, Trump's administration, or any presidential administration, leave in this, in this amount. I mean, this big populist of... Uh, a departure. I just never, I've never seen it. It's never been heard of before, right. uh, which is crazy. You know, um, and the sad thing about it, it's not like we are bringing in new, fresh eyes. We're still bringing in the same type. So, <laughs> it really comes down to how long is it going to take before these individuals, female or male, start walking out the door too. Right, right, yeah. There has been kind of a mass exodus. So, to me, it's like walking into a major department store with a revolving door. <laughs> you go in one way and you're coming back out the other. Some of them are coming out kind of roughed up. Some of them are coming out happy and jumping for joy because they didn't have to deal with it. And others are been embattled. So... Um, this country, for everything that might be good about it, 
has some serious societal issues that needs to be looked at very seriously and very hard. And, you know, here's the thing. They talk about, and I'm not defending Obama, but when, when you think about this, even in the eight years Obama was there, there's some things a lot of people didn't like about him. I love the guy, but there's some things that people didn't like about him. Thought he was doing certain things he shouldn't have been doing. Thought about some of the things he handled internationally wasn't great and all that. But the country never was this divided. Was never this divided. Was never this divisive. It's amazing how one individual within a year and a half can cause this type of disturbance. I'm just kind of amazed, really. It's mind-boggling. Absolutely agree. Uh, we'll be back. This is G.E. Shaw. This is Ryan DeShay. And this is the Evening Hour on Mixar Radio tonight. This is, if you remember the guy, and I don't know if you do, if you remember and ever followed the Isley Brothers back in the 70s and the 80s, oh, yeah. Chris Jasper was the lead vocalist for them. Well, we just picked up some of his new music that was submitted on Music Submit. So this is music independent. And this is Chris Jasper, originally of the Isley Brothers, doing his own thing now. This is called Show Somebody Love, Mr. Chris Jasper. Be back. I 
That the doctor, the medical doctor, the team doctor for Ohio State was reportedly committing a sexual offense, sexual abuse, misbehavior, and that the former wrestler said that their ex-coach made it clear to them that he was under pressure. So if he made it clear to you that they were under pressure, wouldn't that kind of signal the fact that maybe... Maybe something was right. Something was wrong with that picture. Come on now. I think so. I mean, <laughs> I mean, you literally, and I'm gonna repeat this. You quoted retired Ohio State wrestling coach Russ Hilkerson reached out to two ex-team members and asked them to support their former assistant coach. <laughs> who happens to be the Republican Jim Jordan of Ohio, a day after they accused a powerful congressman of turning a blind eye to the alleged sexual abuse. And now you're saying it never happened and you're demanding a recantment. But you're not going to the wrestlers, the ex-wrestlers. You're going to the ex-coach and demanding him go to his players and say, hey, you know that was a lie. I need you to recant it. Well, based on past history, just recent history, you see how that how well that worked out for the doctor of the, Olympic commit, of the, of the Olympics, right? <laughs> I mean, <laughs> I mean, come on, people. It, it's not funny, all right? It really isn't funny. But my point is, you see how well that worked out? Okay, so you are explaining to me that I want you to recant. Never mind what happened and what came to the public eye. What 50, not one, not two, 50 Olympians, athletes who came together. And we just got through dealing with this. And now all of a sudden we're talking about <laughs> um, doctor, medical team doctor that the uh, former assistant coach turned a blind eye to. Okay, what part of the message did you not read? That's what I want to know. What part of the message you did not read? I would like to know, me personally. <laughs> I would like to know, and if I missed the message, then please write me an email. Tell me I missed the message because, come on, people. Now here's the thing, and I'm only gonna say this one time. We have lost our way. 
that should that should be a song basically you know we have lost our way but uh on a serious note we have lost our way in a point where we can't even define now in our own social consciousness what's right and what's wrong really have we really gotten to a point that we are so systematically belief that it's okay to abuse people no matter who they are, whether it's sex, what gender. I mean, really, it's okay. And people are wrong because it doesn't happen. But yet and still, we have all these incidents coming up. Now, here's the sad thing. There's been a steady rise in domestic violence. There's been a steady rise in sexual misbehavior. I'm not going to go out into the limb and say that, on a limb and say that all of it is of a serious nature of sexual uh, abuse or harassment or misbehavior or just straight out rape. I'm not going to say all that. But I will say this. We don't care no more, evidently. It's okay to turn your eye or turn a blind eye or turn your head because... It ain't happening to me. Well, it's kind of always how it's been, though. And now, all of a sudden, yeah, I understand that. But all of a sudden now, though, we're getting people getting caught. And now, all of a sudden, they're saying that um, we didn't do this and that you're wrong. So, to me, it comes down to two things. Are you trying to tell me you're not aware of what's wrong or right now? <laughs> you've done it so much now to you, you consider that to be the norm? Or are you just telling me that you're just one of those sociopaths that believes that everything's okay? That what I did wasn't wrong? You tell me. This is G.E. Shaw, this is Ryan Deshaies, and this is the evening hour. So, Ronnie... What else do you have to talk about today? Anything else going on that you might want to say before we say Saranara for the night? <laughs> I'm leaving the last few minutes for you. Well, I, I did have something kind of fun happen. I got an email from a friend yesterday. She is on a mailing list uh, with Amazon where they send her recommendations of books that she might like to read. Yes. And in this email she got, um, both of my new short stories were part of the recommendations, along with a short story that was written by another gal in the book club. So there were two of our stories, our little short stories, uh, recommended by Amazon in this email. So I thought that was kind of cool. A okay, so what you're saying, Amazon recommended these. Yeah, they sent these, they send these emails out to people that have signed up to their mailing list and they just send them all these different books that they think they might like, I guess based on other books that they've downloaded. Oh, okay. So, yeah, they put my, my two little short stories down, my new ones, they sent them out. I thought that was kind of fun. Well, like I said before, Tacoma's own. <laughs> Tacoma's own. Well, next week, we're going to be looking at the correlation between the middle class, what used to be the middle class, 
is there a lower class, aka poor class, and the homeless populations? Do they correlate? If they do, we're going to talk about it. That's on next Tuesday, 7.30 on the evening hour. This is G.E. Shaw, and this is Rodney Deshay. And we're both saying, have a good evening. Until then, this is A.K. Stress. This is Motor City Theme.
This is Safe Side, and this is Tari. There's really no need to be lying. I got your heart if you got mine. No, and your love and your trust, yeah, I'm trying. I 
So this is G.E. Shaw, and we'll get back with more music in a moment. But next week, we want to talk about what's going on. Well, we're going to look at homeless populations, middle class, the correlation between them, and what's causing the either the downshift or the upshift with the middle class. I mean, you listen to some experts out there. They say that the dwindling of the middle class is basically due to financial stability and rising income where people are moving out of the middle class and joining the upper class. And that for the 20% that is still there, they have basically declined and basically, for lack of another word, move down toward the lower class spectrum. Now, this could be a, due to a lot of reasons. I mean, um, anywhere from companies downsizing, companies going out of business. I mean, let's take, for example, Sears. And let's talk about J.C. Penney's. Two icons are now closing down. 
if you would have asked me that five or six years ago, I would have told you that's impossible. Never could possibly happen. But it is. Also, modern technology, the techies are taking over. I feel that's, that's another problem. That's another reason. But another one is the upscale in housing. Are we being priced out of houses, family homes? We're going to look at that. Also, for all you locals out there, we're going to take a look at the Seahawks. You know, what's going on with them from that point of training camp, from the point of economics, and from the point of anything dealing with the social landscape. You know, in everything you do, there's something in there for everybody. Also, don't forget to tune in to my boy, Nico Fontaine, in the world of the paranormal on Friday afternoon. This is G.E. Shaw. This is S-I-M-E Mixar Radio tonight. And I'll be back in a while. This is Zayna Lawrence. And this is What If.
Make me think was the purpose of it all If nothing ever goes as planned And all our dreams hit the fan The earthquakes on the ground we stand Maybe we dodged a bullet Maybe we, maybe we hit a Here for 
Welcome to the box 101. The box is a system put into place. Hey, this is G.E. Shaw. If you're looking for a weekly music and a good mix of some of the best indie music around the world, you need to come check us out on Mixar Radio Late Night, where we be showing and running weekly music mix of non-stop music from the indie world featuring rock, rap, hip-hop, jazz, R&B, gospel, and much more. We bring you this and much more every Friday, Saturday night here on Mixar Radio Late Night with yours truly, G.E. Shaw. Along with some of the current happenings and we keep you updated with all the things that's going around the world. Socially, lifestyle, you name it. We will at least give you updates on everything. So come check us out and see me on Friday and Saturday night. Starting at 11.30. This is G.E. Shaw. And this is Mixar Radio tonight. And this is The Box by Kiss the MC. In the box, quick give it a deal. Quick give it a meal. Quick before it builds. Control all the meat. System not responsive. Not working in concert. Not searching for sponsors. It's not in the box. Quick give it a deal. Quick give it a meal. Quick before it builds. Just ask yourself, what the fuck is the box? Anything that keep my mind stiff, this is the box. Anything that keep my foes rich, this is the box. Hustler turn snitch, partnership with the box. Your thoughts are limited once they ran by the box. Your mind loses depth once it steps in the box. Listen, you've been in the box since Jacob. I came to pull you out the box, wake up. Rappers kicking baby language, you in the box. We be at each other's throat for the love of the box. Sign them up, young and dumb, watch them run to the box. Promote his hits, make him rich, but he must fit the box. His truth ain't my truth, his truth is the box. He needs me to believe, but I see out the box. I'm the reason for the cops and sell blocks in the box. Evidence of fear deep from the heart of the box. Get out your box. Control the lead, system not responsive, not working in concert. Not searching for sponsors, it's not in the box. Quick, give it a deal. Quick, give it a meal. Quick, before it builds. Control all the lead. System not responsive. Not working in concert. Not searching for sponsors, it's not in the box. Quick, give it a deal. Quick, give it a meal. Quick, before it builds. I almost got caught and signed into the box. They promised me airtime once I rhyme for the box. Most likely your favorite rapper lives life in the box. They all sound the same once they rhyme for the box. Slaves to fame, keeping chained up to the box. Brainwashed till every bar's fresh up the box. What's sad is you don't even know your flow's in the box. You tell yourself you sound different, but you in the box. DJs don't break records, that ain't in the box. The truth is not spun, radio is the box. Invented to battle cola and broadcast the box. And even though it gives you nothing, you're loving the box. Hip-hop dropped to earth with no help in the box. You and I dropped to earth with no help in the box. Keeping you in the dark is the goal of the box. All it wants is control of your soul. Kill the box. Control all the meat. System not responsive. Not working in concert. Not searching for sponsors. It's not in the box. Quick, give it a deal. Quick, give it a meal. Quick, before it builds. Control all the meat. System not responsive. Not working in concert. Not searching for sponsors. It's not in the box. Quick, give it a deal. Quick, give it a meal. Quick, before it builds. Build, 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 build
Are you an independent musician? How would you like to have your songs played on hundreds of radio stations just like the one you're listening to right now? Join MusicSubmit.com and we'll promote your music to radio stations and blogs in your genre. It's free to set up your account and we guarantee your music will be considered for airplay by radio stations worldwide. Why not sign up today? It's free. MusicSubmit.com, radio promotion for indie musicians. Thank you. 
Cause we all must be free Yeah, we all must be free Yeah, one more time around Yeah, one more time around Yeah, we turn with this world Yeah, one more time around Yeah, we all must be free Yeah, we all must be free Yeah, we all must let freedom ring Yeah, we must let it ring We must let it fall down from the sky Thinking to tell you that I got a crush on you 
Stepping woman with a cool, sexy smile. She's a sturdy stepping brunette. She's got those thunder thighs. Sunny blonde, six footer. She's got those crystal blue eyes. She's got a lot of pride in her stride. She's got those thunder thighs. Silky black maned beauty. She'll take your heart for a ride. Giddy up! And she's stepping like a stallion. She's got those thunder thighs. Y'all listen to me. Thunder thighs. Thick and beautiful. Thunder thighs. Oh my, my, my. I can't resist those thunder thighs. 
thunder thighs Thick and sexy thunder thighs They blow my mind Pow! Sculpture perfect thunder thighs Play for me, Carmelo Smoking hot temptress. She's got those thunder thighs. She's a raven skinned wonder. Yeah, she's a mind's delight. And she's a motorcycle mama. Equipped with thunder thighs. Y'all listen to me. I said thunder thighs. Thick and beautiful thunder thighs. Can't resist those thunder thighs. Listen to me, thunder thighs, thick and sexy thunder thighs. They blow my mind. Sculptured perfect thunder thighs. They're stepping and striding. My temperature's rising. They're sexy, thick and beautiful. Ooh, thunder thighs. And beautiful thunder thighs. Oh my my my! I can't resist those uh, thunder thighs. Listen to me, thunder thighs, thick and sexy thunder thighs. They blow my mind. A chiseled, perfect thunder thighs. A high lady. Thunder thighs, fish that stockings. Thunder thighs, side to side, thick and juicy. Thunder thighs, oh what a ride! Sculpture perfect. Thunder thighs, take me home, Carmela. Here we go. We'll also look at and get back to the music in a minute. Uh, last play was Thunder Thighs by Karma. Just want to give you another notation that next week we will also be looking at or revisiting Road versus Wade. Have we came a long ways from Road versus Wade or has it gotten worse or just stayed the same? We will look at that. Roe versus Wade. Also, we'll look at the Trump administration and how they view Roe versus Wade in the midst of the justices allowing Roe versus Wade to stay the way it is as a whole.
This is G.E. Shaw. This is S-I-M-E, Makes Our Radio tonight. And we'll be back with more news, current updates as we go along. This is Lex Dance, Janice Dipsy.
straight flash. Mad city rush. Ghetto crash. Ice cream man. The substitute of this chaotic life I choose. Oh yeah. Mr. Pullover. Oh yeah. Never ran me over. Cool. Reggae style. Mr. Ice cream man. I've been working hard all week. I've been on my job all week. On my job all week. 
try because you know they don't understand. Are you feeling like someone that's lost in the wind? I've been there before. Please shine brightly with the stars instead. Cause you're not alone. I just need to know where you are. And I will come and run in. I will come and run in. Your heart is saving me.
But I'm changing the script, not trying to live like a lost soul Stuck in Egypt, hypocrites talk like Kathy Lee and Regis Even Victoria cannot keep a secret The evil is apparent, it comes around frequent I listen to the haters, I give them a silent treatment I stay focused just to live my life decent I'm making my achievement to rise like a phoenix On that I pledge allegiance, knowing what I believe in To do hip-hop, I finally found the reason In harmony with my lyrics and artistry My talent, I guess just another part of me When I'm alone, I could turn on the microphone What can a brother really say? Society is getting more like Rome Each and every day, reflections I deliver in another rhyme session But at times had to learn a hard lesson Now I'm living this life with these questions Reflections, reflections I delivered in another rhyme session But at times had to learn a hard lesson Now I'm living this life with these questions Reflections, staying within my element Focus on my development Sticking to my regimen, but dealing with a detriment Don't say this ain't relevant The reality is prevalent The crooked system been overlooking elephants My brain is the medicine The struggle is evident Plus I got chocolate melanin Feeling like a situation's another experiment Making it hard for me to remain a gentleman Well let me rephrase that A good Samaritan I got intelligence That I perfect with the excellence Making haters so sick They need a therapist Gonna keep my head up Most definite No arrogance But I'ma say There's no comparison To my flowing Having all my fans knowing We're back to the point Man I gotta stay growing To get past the predicament That's ongoing Reflections I deliver in another rhyme session But at times had to learn a hard lesson Now I'm living this life with these questions Reflections, reflections I delivered in another rhyme session But at times had to learn a hard lesson Now I'm living this life with these questions Reflections, reflections I delivered in another rhyme session But at times had to learn a hard lesson Now I'm living this life with these questions Reflections Reflections I delivered in another rhyme session But at times had to learn a hard lesson Now I'm living this life with these questions Reflections I deliver in another rhyme session Reflections I deliver in another rhyme session Reflections
This no is L'Oreal. All right. And we're heading toward the end. The clock is ticking down to another evening here on SIME Mixer Radio with you guys. We have a few more songs. And then we're gonna be saying goodnight. This is G.E. Shaw, and this is S.I.M.E. Mixar Radio, and this is L'Oreal.
we are coming down to the end of another night with you guys, my audience, on S-I-M-E Mixar Radio tonight. Have a few more songs before we end. Until now, until then, this is all right. Once again, L'Oreal. Stay in 
and that's gonna be it for tonight. We're gonna Hello, leave you with a couple of promos. And this Welcome is you Shaw, S-I-M-E, Mixer Radio, and I will see you tomorrow night for more music and maybe some current updates. But this is Jiggy Shaw, you have a good night. To all the other types of local podcasts, radio, terrestrial, you name it. So once you join me, Ronnie Deshay, and Nico Fontaine, and others on the cast of S-I-M-E Mixer Radio tonight and S-I-M-E Mixer Radio where we talk about politics, lifestyle, sports, music. We even go into the future of what technology can be like and other areas of the social landscape. We're innovative, thought-provoking. You know, just give us a shot. We are S-I-M-E Mixar Radio tonight and S-I-M-E Mixar. So come on down. We appear every week, Monday through Saturday. So give us a shot, will you? You can also find us on Facebook at G.E. Shaw Blog and Podcast Venue. You can get a hold of us at 253-617-5525. We're here. We open the platform up every week for the audience because we are about the audience we are about society we are about the voices so come on down listen tune in we are on every platform out there social media platform you can access us on tablets phones computers anything that you can get on the internet with come on down like I said this is G.E. Shaw and I am S.I. M.E. Mixer Radio Tonight. Are you an independent musician? How would you like to have your songs played on hundreds of radio stations just like the one you're listening to right now? Join MusicSubmit.com and we'll promote your music to radio stations and blogs in your genre. It's free to set up your account, and we guarantee your music will be considered for airplay by radio stations worldwide. Why not sign up today? It's free. MusicSubmit.com. Radio promotion for indie musicians.